to Lunar Solace, uh, episode 25. And guess what? It's all of us again. It's been like a whole fucking month or whatever. So uh, as usual, it's me, Amanda. Um, To my right, well, if we're talking on audio, is Rico, uh, Sarah, then we have Rashad, and Raven. Why you say his name like that, bro? But they call me Big Scuzz. No one calls you that. We just call him Raven. That's my call me. Brown sweat rag. <laughs> you said what? It's brown. Why is your rag so brown when it's supposed to be white? <laughs> my light, my light is amber. First of all, so it, it gives a ten off, motherfuckers. Mm. Motherfucker, mm. it's amber. But y'all wouldn't know nothing about proper lighting. Check you know? y'all real quick. You don't know nothing about it either. I'm not even about to. All right, Raven, remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So, yeah. Welcome back. Welcome, welcome back, peoples. Welcome back to the big podcast. The big one. Big L. Big loner. Yeah. We got usual Amanda. We got my boy Rico. Did he just go back through and reintroduce? We got the double intro. We got Lil Sarah, I dare you. Lil Sarah, wow. Okay. And we got Big Shot, the boss in this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Big Sarah, Shot, Sarah, 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 don't don't dare to do shit. She high. Mm, mm, we getting right to it. Mm. Yeah, so, uh, how was uh, the hiatus for all of us who've been gone here and there? <laughs> the Big Shot. Oh, a dream. Oh, it was shit. It was lit. I was living life. Had hosted a kickback. Uh, went to a couple games, some different events around the city. Uh, met some great people. Uh, I had to deal with no uh, fake people, so it was great. One hundred. What? Uh, one question. What fake people? That was it. I Sarah. Sarah just want to insert herself. I'm talking about you, Sarah. I'm talking about your ass. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about you a thousand percent. <laughs> One thousand percent. You are the mother. Can you explain? Can you elaborate on what is fake about Sarah? Because she wanted to feel important, so I gave her her goddamn moment. <clears throat> I think her butt fake. <laughs> oh, you, everything fake about Sarah. There ain't nothing fake about that. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Sarah, you don't have to lie. Just tell the truth. You put pads on. What the fuck? No, <laughs> she looks. She just. Hey, you know what? I, I think she do too. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do I need to stand up and have everyone see the real thing? Every time. Uh, every just, time. Every Go time. Inbox it. Without the pants on, so we can see for real, for real. Dump that truck, girl. Is that thing thinking or no? So, so the only thing that you have is that Sarah, you said she was being fake because she wanted to what? Who? No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't say anything that initiated that Sarah was nothing. She wanted to insert herself, so I put her as exactly where she wanted to be. All right, but wait, but wait, but, 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 but can you can you explain that a little bit further for those who are not aware? What no, we can't. We can't. 
we can't get into that yet. We gotta talk about the sun and the moons and the stars. <laughs> and somebody got a red book somewhere. Like we break the tradition. Okay, Rico. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to know about the two who've been gone, which is Rico and Rashad. So, Rico, how have you been during your hiatus? Girl, up and down, up and down. Um, I was a little sick, having you know, dealing with the ulcer thing. And so that was like, you know, kind of a ongoing off and off and on thing. Um, and then on top of that, just I don't know, like, you know, I guess I was feeling good, just getting out, doing shit, turning up in the streets. I broke my celibacy finally. This motherfucker. Uh, wait, I can't. The last time you said that shit, you lied about it to me no, and Sarah. I'm really, I'm really not lying about it. I swear to God. Which hole? <laughs> Which hole? What the fuck? <laughs> oh shit! The mouth. <laughs> oh, it could have been the pole. It could have been the pole. You know, don't count the pole out. It could have been. Well, the that's pole. true too. You know, don't, don't disrespect the pole now, that man. You know. <laughs> Would you say your man there? Yeah, your man's there. No, my fu- my kids, my kids. Oh. All right, <laughs> handle your business. I'll be back. All right. Some of us are parents on this podcast, and for those that didn't know, I know it seems like we are just ratchet children, but uh, we ain't. <laughs> we are. We're just ratchet children for real. Not me. <laughs> Um, okay, so I'll just kind of go into the astrology. Mm-hmm. Um, so full moon is in, in Libra on the 6th. So that's, uh, what's today? Today's Tuesday, so that's Thursday. Today's the 4th, yeah. What are you laughing at? Rico, what are you laughing at? <laughs> Come on, let's talk about these moons. Stars above. I can't with you. See, look, I don't like that. So, anyways, so it's actually. See, I can't. What? I can't. You send me laughing. At me. You can get through it. Ain't nobody laughing. That shit. We just smile. Okay, anyway, it's is also contagious. known as Jupiter Day. So, um, if you guys don't know, like Libra is also ruling planet is Jupiter, and so that's the planet of expansion. So. Um, uh, I would say on Thursday, if you're feeling like, uh, things are just larger than life and going your way, that's part of it. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, so Jupiter's expanding. I like expansion. Expansion <laughs> is good. <laughs> hey, y'all. Family is fashion, money is fashion. Oh, that's why everything is fashion. That's what's going on. New beginnings. We're in Aries season. So, like I said last week, us moving over to Aries um, season is the new year, technically, for the astrology. Yeah, my bosses bosses won't fit in right this morning. I think we have some expansion. I fucking hate you. (laughs) You made me close out my thing too. What thing? Okay, okay, okay. So background. Um, 
the one thing just to kind of think about is we're in Aries season with Libra full moon. Um, they're actually polar opposites on the astrology. So, um, you know, like Aries is very independent, go-getter, very self-focused type of uh, energy where Libra is all about balance, harmony, commitments, um, partnerships in a way. So uh, that's where we say they're the polar opposites. And so we're kind of, you know, obviously in Aries is in the sun is going to be in Aries and then you have the moon in Libra. So um, it's just kind of like thinking back to six months ago. So this is what they're saying is think back six months ago um, at that point, which was when Libra was in the full moon um, or not Libra, I'm sorry, Aries was. So six months ago, what started six months ago? That's the cycle that's been going on all the way up until this point. Sure. Was this the fourth month? Yeah. So, so probably the- like I would say what back around like October. Mm. Maybe? Yeah. Um, yeah. So just kind of think back what's going on there and what's wrapping up and and moving into. So uh, what's happening is it's at this point we're hitting that checkpoint because the full moon is basically a wrap up for the whole month. It's it's full, so you're gonna sit here and, and release and let go of things. It's so what's happening now is we're at a checkpoint for balance and commitment, um, justice. So if you feel like things weren't balanced six months ago in some specific area of your life, it's finally coming to a balanced outcome for you. Um, you know, reciprocation, that kind of stuff. They said for some people, obviously, it's going to hit more um, if they were with a partner. If not, things are going to fucking end. You're going to see more breakups or whatever. We actually saw a lot of breakups back then around that time, now that I think about it. What about long long distance partnerships? I don't know that part. (laughs) So, um yeah that's all i got for y'all uh as far as the astrology stuff so if you're into doing uh rituals um for a full moon it's probably a good time to do it especially it being in libra libra's the sign it, i mean it's what the planet is what venus and jupiter right and so venus is a planet of love so if you know you want good things to come for the next six months i mean we're getting ready to go into an eclipse season as well so it's gonna be interesting in the next uh month. Um outside of that, that's all I got for y'all on the astrology. Sarah Lee. Thank you for your uh your astrological uh prowess, Amanda. You're always on top of those moon and the stars, you know. It's all no, I like, haven't been. Why are you lying like that? The last almost, two times almost like, like I don't give a fuck. Almost like you came from there, like you got an interpersonal connection or something. She came from hell. There is a dark side to me, so it's okay. I know where that dark side is. <laughs> No, 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 <laughs> get your friend. Oh my God, that made my eye twitch. No, don't get shaky. Oh, it's a red <laughs> book. It's Sarah. a lot of red. Red book, red book. It's red a lot book of red Moving on, moving on. 
Uh, so the feedback we got was uh, too many shots were fired on those who weren't present. Basically, they couldn't defend themselves. And, uh, yeah, they don't like that. And Maybe then, one person. Yeah, one person. Rico yeah. don't give a damn, so, you know. Yeah, Rico don't care. One fuck. person cared. That What'd you say, stupid. Rico? I said, fuck all y'all. I really don't care. <laughs> that would be super unbothered. Damn, Rico. Dang. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I don't even go say it. <laughs> Damn, Rico, I thought we was cool, bro. I'm going to go ahead and be cool and do what you advised me to do earlier. Drink some water. <laughs> there you go, my boy. Appreciate you. I'm drinking alcohol, and I'm going to drink enough alcohol for both of y'all. Oh, man. I got that, too, but I can only take one or two sips. Mm-hmm. So. I gotta, I gotta choose. I'm on, I'm on both the greens tonight. We greened out, you know what I'm saying? It's hope. What was the other feedback? The other feedback was people really like Raven's energy. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> See? I ain't the one to like, I'm gonna tell you now. <laughs> you gonna get in, you gonna get in trouble. I'm gonna get in trouble. You gonna get in trouble. Is this gonna be did trouble? Did you hear what was said, or did his mind just go left field? All I heard was they like my energy, and I'm telling oh, you. Okay, just so make sure you actually heard. Well, I mean, we also said last week the older women, the older women love him too. Mm-hmm. I got ears, Sarah. First of all, we ain't just gonna squirt past you saying I didn't hear. First of all, <laughs> and the older ladies, you know, there's one special lady that might watch this. One special older lady, yeah, that might watch this, and I just want her to know. <laughs> I catch flights. So I want older lady to know that, you know what I'm saying? Flights. I catch flights. I push I push wheelchairs. I I readjust crutches. (laughs) Call me son, you know what I'm saying? I'm all right. I'm from the south. I can take a son or two. You know, I ain't really good with boy, but I can take son or two. (laughs) Just mm-hmm. tennis ball on the walker too, shit, huh? Put a tennis ball on the walk. You heard me. We ain't finna scratch no floors up, shit, because I'm trying to inherit something. You know what I'm saying? I want my floors inherited correctly. Yeah. Oh shit! Oh, Amen. Amen. Amen, bro. Shit. And she need a. Uh, she need me down there in Texas. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready. You know what I'm saying? Wow. I got my Texas fit ready to what go. Hell? Where did that yeah. come from? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my boy got a prop shelf sitting in front of him. You know oh, what I said? I keep a, I, I keep some shit to grab. <laughs> I thought you were for the pool stuff. Keep some shit to grab, you know. Oh mm. shit, that's that's sweet. all we, that's all we got on Red Book. That's all we got. Now, uh, I don't know. Maybe the boys have something they want to offer before we move Oh, oh yes, topic. yes. I got something I need to offer. Me too. Um, <sighs> the position of the day is pin the tail on the donkey. Because, uh, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes, you know, when you act in the ass, all you need is taming. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and we all act an ass sometimes. We get out of character. We can be stubborn, just like a donkey, just like a mule. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you got to pin the tail on the donkey. And humans the same way. So sometimes you got to lock in that buck and 
pin the tail. So that's so that's that's what that's what we got to do uh, this week. You know, is is lock things down. If something's been eluding you, someone's been eluding you, lock it down. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes a little force is necessary within legal parameters. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so the position, so the position for the episode is pin the tail on the donkey. If you never seen it, look it up. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize because he did that last episode. He named a position for the last episode. I see what you're doing now. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, this episode main topic is actually you know all jokes aside about mental health so i thought we would talk a little bit about it because everyone deals with it i've dabbled here and there in previous episodes on it you know i've made like rico and sarah take certain like psychology tests and shit (laughs) and reveal their attachment styles and stuff like that even though rico very very much tried to avoid it he definitely denied his attachment style which was a part of his attachment style yeah that that mm. part yeah disclaimer disclaimer mental health disclaimer we're gonna <laughs> go ahead and throw the disclaimer out there uh it's a few assholes on this channel uh me me specifically uh so mental health disclaimer please be in your right frame of mind before you watch this episode it could be beneficial to you but it could be harmful you never know uh you disclaimer yeah disclaimer you could be triggered with, I mean, let's think about it. Sarah is easily triggered, so you know it might be like that level. <laughs> Disclaimer: We don't want we don't want nobody hiding in the bathrooms. <laughs> we don't want no. no. Episode, you know. <laughs> so you know, worried about bullies getting at them for stealing stalls. <laughs> yeah, that was two glasses. This is gonna be a long night. All right, all right, okay, okay. So, let me pull my little sheet up. So, um, I kind of am curious what your guys' thoughts are, just individually on like depression, anxiety, like how if you guys have ever dealt with it yourself, have you been actually like diagnosed with it? Well, don't all answer at once. Oh, I'll go first. Was we taking turns? Yeah, however you want to do. Oh, oh, oh shit. Uh, uh, depression. Uh, uh, so the way I feel about depression is that it's natural. Uh, I feel like it's a feeling. Um, I think that a lot of people get wrapped up in feelings and make it making an identity. Uh, feelings are supposed to be temporary. Happiness, sadness, <laughs> depression, anger, all those are supposed to be momentarily uh, who you are or what state you're in. They're not supposed to be continuing. Um, but also that goes to say that uh, severe depression is normally from imbalance um, or trauma, uh, which are not, you know, they're not common things they affect people in different ways uh some people deal with things longer than others uh personally i'm an experience i'm an experiencer of feelings i try to be um i've had diagnosed ptsd and things like that 
And once I stopped looking at it, it's like, that's what describes my mind state, my mindset. And I realized that it was temporary. Um, I stopped identifying like as. Happened there. Well, what the future? <clears throat> okay. Yeah, something happened. Oh, okay. His internet, his internet, or something. Oh. Maybe his phone died. Oh, there you go. My bad. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me cut my cellular off. Uh, uh continue, continue on. I come back yeah, around. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh. So for me, I was diagnosed with generalized anxiety at the age of 20. Uh, but I don't take medication for it. So because, I mean, like Raven was said, it's, it's all mental uh, more more than anything. But with generalized anxiety, you literally can form uh, any type of mental uh, mental uh, illness at any time. Like I don't suffer from PTSD. And I, honestly, that shit was terrible. Uh, that was that was a that was one of the worst feelings I ever felt. Uh, like depression, I didn't I didn't been depressed before, but I never got to the point where like it was super severe like everybody else. PTSD was something that you no, know, I never wanted to feel that before um, or ever again. Um, for the most part, but you know psychological you know just you know shifting and uh, focusing my mind on more positive things and uh you know doing better keeping myself in you know good spirit and uh health surrounding myself by positive people um you able to overcome a lot of those things even though it never goes away you can always find balance in life with it uh so that's why i, I you know i created this i don't give a fuck attitude because if i dwell on anything too long you know, mentally, mentally, I might not be tripping off of it, but, uh, but it is there. And I, I don't, I don't like for those things to creep up on me at any given time. So, you know, I just like to stay carefree and she operate any way I want to and choose to. So, <clears throat> but it's most definitely real. I always tell people, um, it's most definitely real. And you always got to make sure you checking on people who, who you know who suffer from that because uh you never know you know you never know what they're going through and you really don't know what it looked like because you could see people that be happy one day and she by the next morning they be gone so uh, just be mindful i always tell people be mindful of other people's feelings um shit. and you know, can just, I you know, just be understanding too for the most part because everybody different can I, can I jump back in there? Oh yeah, yeah, do your thing. Oh my bad, my bad, my bad. Um, excuse my interruption. Uh, <clears throat> oh yeah, I was just saying that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a it's a flowing mindset for me. You know, depression, anger, things like that. Um, but I also understand that you know there are things that causes depression outside of trauma. Um, there are like actually scientific biological things like within our body that can cause prolonged depression and i understand that and people who have to manage that have walked in shoes that i've never had to walk in um and so i do feel for them and i understand that as well um yeah uh it's just it's, it's a it's an ongoing thing i didn't realize that 
anxiety was anxiety until I had PTSD and it was causing anxiety. So like those who have to deal with it and don't get the chance to find a coping mechanism for it, um, it's real out here. Um, everybody wasn't, you know, brought up the same. Um, some people have those coping mechanisms uh, subliminal, <laughs> subliminally wired into them. So when something happens, they already have that foundation to manage it, which doesn't allow it to be prolonged and everybody doesn't have that foundation. So um, it's different for everyone, but yeah. I mean, it's easy for me and Sarah to talk about. I feel like it's the guys that have a harder time to discussing that. Wait, why? Because they wait, 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 wait. Why? Because Us they guys or guys? Men, men. I mean, oh. men in general. Men in general have a hard time discussing those things because we're talking about feelings. Um, and for us women, it's just a lot easier for us to express. But I can sit there and say, as a woman, who has most women yes most women but i'm also i can tell you i've also learned personally that i don't express my feelings very well as a woman there's other women who are way better at it than i am and it took me a while to understand that because i didn't realize that i'm thinking i'm expressing myself but it wasn't in a proper way so So, I mean, so like we're talking about that. So what I'm curious is like, have any of you guys ever, um, like, how do you actually cope with, well, Sarah, have you ever, you're, you haven't even mentioned anything about yours. Have I know like personally, I've been diagnosed with, with anxiety as well as depression. But my depression comes on typically with with relation to the anxiety or a big event that's happened in my life, like a major life event <clears throat> is when my depression has been triggered. But mine isn't like like what Raven mentioned, one of those chemically imbalanced ones where you have to stay on meds. And that's the thing is I don't I don't there's. I don't like a put a stigma on that stuff. So if you need medication, then I say get your medication. I've taken medications in the past. I, in fact, am on it again because I felt like I was falling down a deep hole about uh, six weeks ago. And so I'm back on one after being off of meds for like three years just because I couldn't handle it. You know, I went through big losses about six months ago that I haven't really worked through yet. And I was getting depressed because of it. So if you need the medication, you just got to do it or you need the help. I say that don't be afraid to ask for it. Yeah. But like, Sarah, have you dealt with depression, anxiety, or any mental health conditions? I've never been like, formally diagnosed or anything what I did have postpartum depression and um I deal with anxiety for sure and then I have bouts of depression and I know when it comes on but I haven't actually like gone and done therapy or get diagnosed because I don't want to take medication 
Yeah. Because I don't like the way it makes me feel. I stay out in folks' office. I'm yeah. For real. I stay I stay out in folks' office, man. Cause what like, office? Them folks. What is them folks? You know, when you go and get diagnosed, them folks, they tell you that this is wrong with you and all that other shit. I stay out in them folks' face. I ain't gonna lie. Why? Because it's like, it's, it, it reminds me of the master-slave relationship. It's like the master and the slave can't be friends and healing and pharmaceuticals, like healing and doctors can't be friends. Why would why would a doctor's main goal be to heal you when that's how he gets paid? Like their goal is to put you on something or to diagnose with you with something. Like the same feeling that I got, the same feeling that you get from what, what whatever drugs people choose to do, you can get from doing natural shit. Like chemically, it does the same thing. But when you go into that, when you go into them folks' office, they're gonna give you something. They give it to you right then, and then you're gonna keep wanting it right then. I don't think that's the case. As somebody who's for, for, actually for, for everyone, it's not the case. Yeah. For some some people really, really need it, but everybody don't. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes that's an easy route for some people. It's case by case. Well, I won't say an easy route. No, I mean I I agree. There are some people yeah. I know who've gone in, <clears throat> especially like the ADHD people, the neurodivergent people, just go in to get a fucking uh drug to get put on. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm, so, just saying, I'm, I'm saying like this, like some people say, okay, I'm depressed. Why are you depressed? It's because I'm lonely. Okay, well, if you're lonely, can't you, and they give you a drug to fight this depression. If you're lonely, can't you choose to go and not be lonely? If that's the only thing that's causing you depression. That's like, not how it works. Not to say, listen, listen. It's just, it's just my opinion. I don't know yeah. how, I don't know how it works. I don't know how it works because it works differently for everyone. So, how it works is situational and that's yeah but we're, when we're talking about somebody who's depressed and when you're below your threshold of what is normal when you're below that line that's why those medications help build the serotonin up it's so hard to sit here yes it's easy to say yeah hey you should go outside and get some sunlight that'll help you yeah or you should go exercise or you should do these activities that usually would help a person if they're get, getting close to that baseline, but once you're below that, sometimes it's very difficult for people to pull themselves out of that without the medicine. To each their own. I mean, yes, yes, that's right. What you're saying is right. But for everyone that's not right, like it's case by case. I mean, I understand not having a reliancy on it because I believe me, I don't want to be on, I, I, there's a there was a reason why I got off of it when I did years ago, and that's because I realized that hey, I'm not even feeling happy, even though I'm fine. I can't feel joy, laughing like that. That medicine was numbing me to that too. Case by case. So yeah, there's a reason. There's a point where yeah, you don't need it no more, and you should get off of it. For and like you said, case by case, depending on, on the person. Or not get on it, you know. Like all, all I'm saying is that there are alternatives. Yeah, it's always alternatives. You like uh, some some people who get on medication. Um, you know, they they just be some sometimes they be looking for a quick fix because they don't even want they don't even want to try 
to battle it uh, on their own. And those are the people that we normally see down the line, you know, um, sometimes unaliving themselves because of the situations. Like for me, shit was hectic from the beginning. Uh, when, when I when I dealt with it, I, I went through all the stages of it, uh, understanding it. Um, I read a lot and I, I still read a lot about it. But I found coping mechanisms for me, um, shit for me that I still utilize to this day. Uh, like I said, one one of the things was changing my mind frame of how I think about stuff, how I perceive shit. I I don't care about anything besides my kids, and then and and, and when I really think about it, I I really just I really play like every scenario in my head, good and bad, um, on all the possibilities of shit that can happen. Um, and when you do, and when you do that, it actually alters how you feel if something really happens because I already got, I already had it in my mind. So I already know, I process how I feel about it. Um, like literally, I just lost two cousins was within the last month, and when and when I tell you, normally that shit would have me so fucked up mentally. Like I I cared, but it was like everybody got to go. But it was it was still to the point where these two souls that still supposed to be thriving on Earth, no no reason why they should be gone. You know before before they 35 but me knowing no me knowing and me actually you know um just you know uh teaching myself like like uh self-learning of uh, everything it's just like that's just the way of life and if it fucking sucks to say it but you really have to come with you know with grips with everything like nothing like everything will come to pass at some point and that's kind of how i operate and i i honestly it 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 works for me, which is sad to say, but it will actually keep me from, you know, um, she overreacting, overthinking certain things, you know, when it's just a natural realm of order, which is crazy. But I mean, everybody deal with stuff differently. Like I said, I have not taken medication and I never took it in the first place. But when I was diagnosed oh. 10 years ago, I never had to take it. But wait, wait, I gotta jump in there one time before we can say one time, one time, one time. So I also don't want to put a negative connotation on medication because uh-huh. uh, because some of us who choose not to uh, address our situations, our imbalances with medication, choose a even worse route by doing it naturally. Um, <clears throat> you have those people who chase that uh, chase that high in other ways, you know, and they find a way to hurt other people in the process. Uh, you find it in in men who abuse women you find it in women who settle for unattentive men and un, un unworthy men you find it in those guys who are thrill seekers men men and women who are thrill seekers money spenders um ch- always chasing that other high so so if you if you need the meds sometimes the meds are a safer way to go you just gotta monitor yourself <laughs> Well, yeah. um, so I don't want to put the, a negative. I don't want to put a negative connotation on it because there are other ways to. Yeah, that's to, where you have people who have addictions yeah. to alcohol, to drugs, yeah. to uh, like, shopping addictions, to gambling, yeah, shopping. to yeah. uh, all that, to sex, all that. All that. It, it comes all out that. in other ways of coping all versus. And, and when we talk about like non-medicine, those are the things where, you know, people go and exercise, they eat 
you know, certain foods that go and do, uh, you know, um, yep. Just but, like you know, just have uh, journaling, whatever you, you like, know, media uh, was meditation, that kind of stuff. Honestly, I feel like being on Earth is depressing enough for everyone. Yeah. Um, honestly, so even even the best raised people, the people who have the most things in life, yep. it don't matter. We on Earth. Earth's a shitty place to be on. The shit that happens. Same thing like Shaw saying. People, you know, you get people who snubbed out long before they. 20s people that you done loved and lost in their teenage years like earth's a heinous fucking place it does not discriminate like you don't have to have uh uh unnatural trauma to be depressed you don't have to have unnatural trauma to be unbalanced like earth is heinous enough like it's just enough to get through the fucking day for most days it's just enough to get through the day let alone a whole year let alone a whole lifetime like earth ain't that easy so, you know, it's rough out shit. Like, every day feel different to me. I wake up and I check the weather. Sometimes I look at the bad weather and I be like, well, fuck me. Like, it just fucked my whole day up. Just the weather. I ain't even spoke to nobody yet. I ain't, <laughs> I, I ain't, I ain't, you know, I ain't looked at my member yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I just be like, yeah, the weather off. I'm off. <laughs> hey, but, but, you, but you know what's funny, though? When I check the weather, when I see it's gonna be bad weather, I actually consider that good weather because we know people ain't outside gonna be doing stupid shit. That's unfortunate for where you, but I don't know where you live, so oh, that's here too. Is it like that too, Rico, where you live? Like what? What he mentioned that if the weather is bad, you already know people ain't gonna be outside because you mentioned that how it's been quieter during the winter time where you live. Oh yeah, it's definitely quieter during the winter here. The summer, the fools come out. Every every state in America, the crime rate raises when the weather's good. That's every state in America. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. That's, that's yeah. every state. Yeah, but they listen. That shit still stay consistent even through the winter time. Like here, like for real. So when when I when we I heard, that looking fluffy. Thank you. When when I heard thunderstorming and all that, I'm like. I get excited really first of all i don't even i don't even check the news no more that shit been i haven't watched the news yeah, I, haven't either. I haven't watched the news uh and i'm gonna at least say like six or seven years mm. never it's no reason for me to turn on the news and see what the fuck is going on with it i don't care i honestly don't care i know it's gonna be some depressing ass stories mm-hmm. and all the other shit. uh and then pretty much how everything is with uh you know uh social media you get on fucking facebook and you already know everything that's on the news for the day why would i have to turn on the news for and then and then they got all these fake ass um reporters and every state starting to get them they reporting on all the crime in the city they going live you know where shootings they going live where people <coughs> the shit are on the ground like fucked up nobody helping them but you recording this shit for views like shit is weird now that's so, depressing like well we won't suppose we won't supposed to be as connected as we are as as humans like as we are right now yeah this form of connection was not um 
excuse me, we actually haven't evolved yet to even tolerate this form of. I think that's what the problem is, and that's why everyone's so anxious and we we, we should not forms of depression because of the way the world is currently with social media. Because let's be real, it's such a false sense of community. It's not a real community. So so. World news, world news in general shaped that. All of that started with um, uh, the Holocaust. All of that started with the Holocaust when everything was going on over that way and everyone outside of the world was oblivious. Since the Holocaust, world news has been a thing. It has been a norm to know what's going on in Iran, what's going on in Turkey. Like, I'm trying to find out how the fuck I'm going to eat here today why am i watching news in iran in turkey yeah like that's not how humans were wired to be that's why evolution didn't make all of us look alike like we 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 ain't supposed to be connected all right we ain't supposed to have airplanes we ain't supposed to have boats all that shit is man-made like we shouldn't be as connected as we are so dealing with all of that influx of information and trying to filter that out through a regular day and a regular brain that hasn't involved hasn't evolved to worry about more things about than how i'm gonna eat where i'm gonna sleep how i'm gonna take care of my family now you gotta worry about everybody else what's politically correct and all this other shit our brains ain't built like that yet it's gonna get there yeah the computers don't get there before us but we just ain't got there yet but I mean, do you do y'all worry about that type of shit though? What what's on the news? Like, I had to no I, I, I had to I had to force myself not to. I don't I stopped worrying about that stuff probably like five years ago. Yeah, I am gonna say you know it's crazy. That shit don't bother me or it don't scare me. You you know what actually scares me and it's so fucking weird? Um because I'm I'm really like until like the stars and the, uh the solar system and all this shit in the universe. No, you're not. You you know, you, know, you know what scares me? Knowing the fact that the Milky Way and uh Andromeda is go, you know, collide. And wow. So, yeah. I think the cat said cap on yeah. that. So, so so knowing 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 that that shit is gonna happen, even though it's so many years from now, uh that's that's distinction from all human life. I'm so drunk and fat right now. So, I think they scared you, me. More we than know. Me. We noticed it. Your fucking titties are sweating on your shirt. <laughs> hey, you been wiping, <laughs> wiping everything. You oh, took I your shirt off. And I'm I just sitting here trying to listen and take Rashad serious about what loss he's been it's having. I'm seeing all this. And I'm like. No. Uh, I noticed, though, the titties. <laughs> back at one point, the titties. Going to the side a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I just wasn't going to pick up the peace trees, but I noticed that shit. <laughs> yeah, Did you see him sweating his ass off? And I'm just like, and he's slowly stripping. And, yep. and like, I'm like, so and I'm trying to do a serious topic today. Yeah. Like, fucking Raven. Fucking <laughs> oh, Raven. I told it. I told y'all I was gonna be drunk for this episode. You oh thought, my god! So Waiting like that though, man. Because Did I want to see all the fucking drinks that he mixed up with his fingers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
I ain't get to cool down properly, and I want to cut right. my fan on. Yeah, right. He, he just he just got it right in. Then she You know, I don't want my I don't want my fan in the background. So it's just kind of like I gotta suck it up. But when I get, <laughs> he turned that on. He put his hair up. It was like a whole process. <laughs> he didn't transform from the beginning of the episode. <laughs> Actually, this is this is second change of clothes. Yes, I know, right? Hey, y'all, lay off me, lay off me. I'm trying to, I'm trying to protect my mental health right now. Shit. With what? With the green man. Uh, okay, go. This the only these so, the only two real, things holding me back. Real talk. Is that your version of coping? Coping with what? I, I'm good. With your mental health stuff. Oh, you no, have no. Health stuff. Is that what you, you use to cope? You know, I use uh, a few things to cope with the day-to-day mental health. I use uh, I use karaoke. I use cycling. I use uh, I use I use alcohol when I want to, like, to be honest, sometimes. Like, some days I'll wake up and I'll, I'll look at the schedule and who's going to be at work. And I'll be like, you know what? I'm going to take a little bottle with me just in case. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like, you know what I'm saying? But but I, I know it. Like, I recognize it. Because, like, in my mind, it's like, uh, I haven't wanted to be here. Like, I've had the desire not to be here for so long. Like, the only thing that keeps me going is the people that are living through me. Like, the people who didn't have a choice not to be here. So, like, those are really the main things that keep me going. So, like, I'm normally up. Like, up, up, up. But when I'm normal, like regular, people think that there's something wrong. It's because like, I'm always so up. But uh, it's because like I have to, I have my crutches. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I am my own crutch, like, and that's what puts me up. But yes, I do cope with uh, different things. Uh, right now, I'm enjoying myself because I didn't take nothing with me to, to like out the house. It was a long trip back home. It was a shooting on my way home. And I was like, damn, I'd love to be drinking. <laughs> like, on, going through, like, it was like a two hour commute. I was like, I can be drinking through this. So now I'm drinking. Like, I'm still celebrating. I just got a promotion. I got a $40,000 raise. Like, that's what's up. That shit, like, that's my, that's the biggest raise I've ever gotten in one WAP. So, like, I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm still celebrating. Last night I had one drink, and I was mad at myself because I only drunk one drink. Like, I wanted to turn up, but. No, you know how hard it was for you to go downstairs and get that one? <sighs> <laughs> he kept saying he was going down there, and he just, I heard him. It sounded like he was just getting ready to turn over in his bed. I wanted to celebrate last night, but I could, I ain't have it in me, and we chilling tonight, so I'm having me a couple of sips. You know, I got a long work week I ain't planning for, which I'm not coping. Dude, for. hold up! Is his whole shirt dark gray now? The shirt is dark gray, period, but it's getting a little darker. No, it looks like it's all wet now. Anyway, so oh what? Oh my I god, it is! It is. <laughs> Why is y'all hell. focus on my man fucking shirt? That, that's good hell. You know, it was not... front, it was lighter it up was here, and now I think it's just wet. <laughs> it's real wet. Well, I'm hydrated. Like I, I'm a cyclist, so like it comes out of my pores. It just happens. Like this is inducing my sweat. So yes. in the morning, 
in the morning I'm gonna wake up like dehydrated. I'm gonna have to like drink shit, a shitload of water, but that's part. Hour before you get in the bed. Yes, huh? he does. He does. Do I what? I'm asking him a question. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I just what Rico was talking to me. Damn. Damn. But thank you, Amanda. Thank you, Amanda. Man, thank you. No, no, not me. Know. Thank you. Thank you, Amanda. Nah, nah, you okay. What'd you say, Rico? Shoot, you, gonna, did you just get triggered, Amanda? Like hold that. on, hold on. When y'all when y'all talk <laughs> over Rico, Rico got that phone that when he's speaking and you speak, it cuts off his audio. Is he gonna I'm gonna get him a new phone next year because he's been dealing with that shit for like a year and a half. Oh damn. But but what you say, Rico? First, I thought my technology. Who cat is that? Which one of y'all pussies is that? My cat. Is that? Oh, that's Amanda pussy. All right, you said what, Rico? I don't even remember no more. They keep talking over my boy, man. Y'all know asked, asking about her before you. Oh, am I going? Of course. Of course. Okay. Hell yeah. Gotta take a shower. Shit. <laughs> who, who, who neglecting they pussy tonight? <laughs> oh Goodness, pet that thing. But yeah, I'm gonna oh shower. I'm gonna get all. I'm gonna get all the crevices. I'm gonna swing in a circle. I got this little helicopter dance. When I can do a shower, I got this little helicopter dance. I be, mean, you know, I turn off. You know. I'm pretty sure the rest of them don't want to know. Um, sure. um, <clears throat> I was gonna slide into another part of the topic because you yes. mentioned something, Raven. Which oh, yeah. on the questions here was, does it do? Do any of you guys have suicidal thoughts or have you like attempts? Oh, I thoughts, thoughts all the time, but never attempts. Never attempts. Never attempts. Yeah, I haven't lived enough to think about it hardcore, but yeah, definitely thoughts. Well, you made a comment about something about not wanting to be. On yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I had a cousin who uh passed away in a in a bad uh scooter accident. And um I've always wanted to trade places with him because that boy was just so full of life and just like he was just like he was mean. Like he 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 grew up under me and um to the point where he started looking like me and everybody thought we was brothers. And that boy was really disgusted. Like he lived his life carefree. He dropped he had two I think he had three kids, two or three kids, post-mortem. So, like, after he passed, he had two or three kids. Like, my boy was living, living. Like, he didn't he have a care in the world. And, like, if and I always told myself, like, if I could ever, like, choose that, then it, I would always have traded places with him. And ever since the day that he passed, I have been discussed and I have lived my life. I have allowed him to live through me since his passing. And um, I never thought about like suicide because, excuse me, unaliving myself aside behind that. But, you know, the thoughts of like, Earth suck, man. Like, this shit whack. <laughs> like, like, at the end of the day, this shit whack. But not, they're not severe. They're not like, I don't wake up and have to do anything to prevent from thinking about it. Like it's, if anything, it was more like years ago. Now I just have com committed to the fact that like I'm here until I'm not. I mean, but look at the shit I do. Like I've jumped, 
since that, I've jumped out of planes. The bike that I ride every day has no brakes on it. No brakes. You can't coast. And I ride casually without a helmet, without the ability to stop on the dime. Like, I don't duck no wreck when it comes to life. You know what I'm saying? Like, we plan. It's a game to me. Like, it's a game. People have went, like, I don't duck no wreck with life. So I'm not, like, holding on to this physical state. Like, I'm living, living. And I don't have those thoughts regularly. But they there. They there. They be back there. I've had them and I've I've actually uh had started planning out back in twenty eighteen. So I know what it's like. Yeah. I haven't I haven't um Never really had to get to that stage. Um, yeah, I've always had them here and there. The thought crosses your mind, but I think for me it was uh, I was ready. I was so deep in a dark space that I was ready to just, you know what? Let, let's just not be here. And I started planning it out, but then something told me, some just clicked, and it was like, nah. And I, that's when I started going back to therapy again. And um, I had a lot of life changes at that point in my life as well. But um, uh, since then, have I had it? No, no. Things have changed, you know. Like you mentioned, Rashad, you start understanding different perspectives and looking at things in a different ways. Yep. You just have a better understanding. And I've, for that, I could tell you that my life has dramatically changed from the way I was prior to that moment to now. And I'm grateful for it because I've met so many different people along the way and, and learned from even them. It's like everyone I've encountered, I've taken something from them on, on their experience. Rico? Yeah. What well, Rico, what about you and your thoughts on mental health? Um, as far as like my own experiences, I mean, like you know, I've definitely, I think, have been depressed before. Like you know, um, in my younger years, like teen years, definitely like dealing with coming out and like you know having to deal with like you know just the the loneliness and the kind of box that you live in being like a, a gay black man and like a a not so like gay black friendly area you know and um so y'all yeah, definitely felt like you know depression and isolation there and i think that caused me to make like a lot of bad decisions and have like you know self-esteem issues in my younger years and like all that and so um, as I've matured though, I definitely, I mean, I'm sure I still have some kind of mental issue that's undiagnosed, but <laughs> I'm sure I do. But depression <laughs> it, and um, like, you know, I, I don't think about like harming myself. I don't really think low of myself or, or anything. If anything, I think like, you know, 
I'm that bitch. And I'm like, bitch, what are you doing? You could be doing better. Like, you know, you should be doing who bitch? You're Rico. Like, come on. Did you, know? you did you have to come out? I mean <laughs> <laughs> cut, cut. why are you laughing? It's right? so funny you said that. <laughs> no, I just wanna know, like, did you like I mean, like, was it a transition to, like, okay, I'm going to live in my truth, or were you just yourself, period, and no one never asked, and or you never right. told? Like, I just kind of get the vibe that, like, you've always been you, but I also didn't go to school with you, so I just, I'm just wondering if you had to, like, if it was a process or if it was just, like, what people assumed. Because I know some people I went to school with that never came out and said that they were, like, mm-hmm. gay or bi or nothing. They but just you, but pretty much know they are yeah, you, you spoke with them, you know, you were around them, and you were like, they probably gay. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I was just wondering if you, like, really, if you, like, had to come out, like, if it was an announcement, and then you became yourself, or were you always, like, just yourself, and no one really bothered you about it, but you also didn't mention it? Like, I mean, I was always myself. Like, when I was younger, like, as, like in my... Up until I was like 13, I always thought I was straight. And I just did, like, you know, I was always like a, I just never thought much about, like, you know, that. Like, yeah. I knew, I do remember at, at, at a young age, like about five or six, you know, seeing other, other boys my age and saying, oh, he's cute or something like that. But I just didn't think much of it. Yeah. I just knew I wouldn't, really wasn't supposed to feel that way. I always, yeah. like, although I, enjoy doing boy stuff like you know and playing out like being rough and shit like that always love to like you know play barbies and shit like that when i would like go to like my front my mom's friend's house when they had daughters and shit you know up under my sister watch like doing girl shit you know so i don't know i guess i always move but as far as like you know the gayness I, I think like you know when I when I realized one person you know my quote unquote best friend in freshman year, and she told another person who told like everybody, so like you know I was out in a week. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people always, yeah. my whole life always kind of like you know knew I was always like kind of feminine, and like you know I always had a little sugar in my tank. I was always spicy. But a sugar in the tank is what we used to call a sugar in the tank. Yeah, I was, I was always a little sweet. I always been discussed. <laughs> okay, but yeah, I always, always been sweet. But I was still like a regular boy, right? You know what I'm saying? Did, did they right. did they treat you different once you came out though? Hell yeah. No, not my family. Okay. No, you like the community, your school, your classmates. Not my friends. Like you know, they definitely didn't. Yeah. Um, as far as like people in the school, they didn't say shit because people was already like you know because of I was I had feminine mannerisms always. Right. Yeah. Like you know people like you know always said and picked on me and all that. So that didn't that was happening before. That was happening since I was like seven years old. Yeah. So. Should have been now. You ain't never just want to fight somebody. Huh? I would have just beat their ass. I used to get into fights all the time. Yeah, he was a fighter. Rico, Rico, Rico don't give off the impression. Even in person, Rico don't give off the impression that like he just gonna let nobody fuck with him. 
Like, uh, hell no. Nah. Yeah, he, he, I can get the impression that he ain't gonna let nobody fuck with him. I oh, saw yeah. so many eyes. I saw so many judging eyes when I was with Rico because they didn't know how to take us because Rico had a fucking Louis bag on. Like, he had a fucking Louis bag, and I'm just, I'm, shit, you know me, I'm chilling. I got, you know, they, got, they looked at us and they like, the fuck? How the fuck? There's like they got to be a couple because they can't be friends. Why would this nigga be friends with this nigga? <laughs> right. Like, it was just so many eyes, but me and Rico both in the six feet club. Uh, you ain't just don't don't you know what I'm saying? It was like nigga, yeah, you could think what you want, but right, Like don't don't become don't become a fucking mark on the sidewalk. By hey, hey Raven, how, how tall are you? I'm six three. Rico. I'm six oh six foot quick so. All right, so I'm six one. Oh yeah, they gonna be yeah, they gonna be salty when they see us together. Yeah, yeah. I'm they, goddamn tall like, guys. They ain't gonna know what to think. You know what I'm saying? Like they ain't gonna know what to think. And I and I watch a lot of motherfuckers. It's like a computer. You just watch it ticking away. They was like, and you see them. They freeze. They're like, what the fuck? And I'm like, they ain't gonna say shit. They nah. They ain't gonna say nothing. You know what I'm saying? And then Rico pool stance is just as gay as it can be. <laughs> that motherfucker shoot pool. That motherfucker shoot pool. <laughs> and I was watching around. I was like, I was looking because, you know, I just want, I was curious. Like, I was curious what other people said. It was the bag. Like, it's the fucking bag. <laughs> it's a merce. It's a real merce. It's a real merce. And he walked with that motherfucker like, don't make me go in it. Make sure you bring that same motherfucker purse when we hang out. I wish yeah. you would say any damn thing. Yeah, I, yeah. I was cool. Like I, I was curious because like that's about as as gay as it get. You know, he got a little, he got a little walk. You know, what I'm saying it ain't no crazy walk, but he got a little walk and he got that Rico ass voice and. <laughs> And he got on the Louis bag. I was like, yeah. Got that Rico I, was voice. Like, I was like, yeah, I wish a nigga would in this motherfucker. We're going to stomp that one. <laughs> stomp that motherfucker. That, that, that shit was funny, boy. It's the, it was the eyes for me. It was the eyes. It made me feel like, it made me feel cool. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yeah. 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 I was like, you scared to say something about it. Exactly. And the bitches was looking too. Now they was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah, shot. It's my partner. But. We got free drinks though. See, why we get free drinks? Free shots, free shots. Oh yeah, we did get free shots. Yeah, 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 yeah. We no, it's cool. We just turned yeah. out. That first round was free. Yeah, yeah. We just it was it was pretty cool, man. Motherfucker, better not step wrong though. Yeah, Rico ain't no little motherfucker now. You better damn act like you know. Uh, He's I'm small. Not- he a baby to me, but he ain't the baby to no regular niggas. Uh, yeah. Island though, I'll read you down, but I'm not gonna fight you. No, not I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about anybody. Like I'm not gonna fight. Like it's not off top. Yeah, you're not gonna be just like, like right. initiating it. But you give me honestly, you, I'm quick to walk away. I won't even always read you. But down. you give off whatever. You give off Tiffany twenty two vibes. Like what's we ain't walking away from shit. They trip with like, you. Like, so, you know, you know, you know Tiffany, right? Tiffany and Cole. Oh yeah. So uh, you know they have you know they have designer guns. Oh, they do. Yeah, they got they got they got designer guns. Tiffany makes their own line of uh, pistols. Well, uh-huh. it's not their own line. They make custom colorways on the pistols. Oh. And so like I, I was I was thinking in my mind I was like damn boy 
I hope Rico got that damn thing in there. Like any man that walk around with him, what, what how much that how much that thing about? What was it? What is it about? 800, 900, 1100? That's so I you know what? I'm gonna just go ahead and tell the truth. I didn't say this. You said it was a Louis Vuitton. I'm just gonna let you believe that. Oh, it is a Nakarudi. No, it's not, it's a coach. Oh, um, coach, my bad. Coach, coach, sorry, sorry, coach. And it was like 300. Yeah, you know it's still a little bad. You know, I mean, it's a right, little you bad. paid your money for it. I don't give a damn how much it costs. Yeah, it's three hundred. You know, it ain't no. It's it's something that a broke nigga snatch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not a broke person bag. But I wouldn't even buy a Louis bag. That's way too much money for a bag. Hell no. No, it's not. That's the, uh, a Louis bag. I'm hard on bags. Yeah. Like I could, I got a. You know what I'm man? My, my but, brother, but 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 oh wait wait. But you buy a Louis bag. It's re, it's re uh it's repairable for its lifespan. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I heard that as far as like, I mean, I just don't need to spend that kind of money to understand that though. No, no, you need to. I'm gonna tell you why because you need to. When the last time you got a pair of shoes cleaned by the person who made them? Never, never. When you buy Louis, when you buy Gucci, when you buy Ferragamo and shit, if your shit get dirty or get repaired, you take it back to the designer they repair it they clean it it come back looking like new you can't I mean, do that in jordans you can't do that in none of the that's other how, that's how my watch is yeah i mean man look I, dog man listen that's where it's at but anyway uh long social anyway yeah a man that's gonna wear a bag like that you could put a thousand in the bag but you better put a fucking a thousand dollar pistol in that motherfucker too right rico I one. Honestly, I do want to get one. Um, you don't think about it, do it. No, I, I do, but I just got other priorities right now. Because, like, honestly, I don't, I don't go nowhere to to be bothered. So, like, I'm good. But I, um, eventually, I, I definitely want to. Like, when I move into my house, because I, um, next year I plan to move to Michigan and buy a home. What is up with that Michigan thing? Like, you was for real about that? Yeah, I was dead serious. So you know my family. Okay, you got family there. Yeah, my family's from Detroit, and um, okay. everybody moved back, and stuff has been changing with with you know people's health and shit like that. And my mom's getting older, and just a lot has been going on. So like, and I'm not, I'm kind of bored and just over Jersey. So okay. I'm, I think I'm gonna just go back and um just change my little career plan to fit there. And plus, I could um, actually purchase a home there. Like, you can get an affordable home in Warren, which is like suburb. Right. So I'm gonna um, do that and fit, buy a home and just be by the fan. That's what's up. Yeah. That, that's that's an easier commitment too. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's nothing in Michigan though that I would want to see, but. Nah, but you know I'm good. So like I uh, stay in there. I mean, like living in Jersey and shit in Jersey, I want to see. I see everything in New York City. So I mean, like I yeah, but you right, you right <laughs> in New York City. <laughs> what is he doing? Bro is dying over there. He needs his fan like bad. My business. Um, <laughs> you know, I've been thinking about going home to family, but. Honestly, they got to come to me, man. I ain't moving back. <laughs> he said they got to come to him. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like this. Like, why would you go anywhere? What's up? You just got a 40K raise. Why would you go anywhere? You got, 
I mean, yeah, for sure. But like, my but at the same thing, what the fuck is forty k with my dad aging, my mom aging? Yeah, you can't auntie, put no, you can't put no my, price on. Nothing. You know what I'm saying? My great aunties aging. I got nieces and nephews is growing up and going to college and shit. Raven, Raven, where you from originally? I'm from North Carolina. I'm from Durham, from Bull City. Okay, but I ain't like that's home. But DC really my home now, like. Not because I live here, but I love DC. I love everything about the DMV. I don't want to go back to North Carolina, and I own a home there. Like, so I mean, but I can't. I also can't talk my pops into moving. I never talk my moms into moving. If anybody can, I can talk my pops, but I can't talk them into moving. And they getting older. Nobody gonna take care of them but me. And I'm like, I don't really want to wait today in that age where it's like, yo, you got to come up here because I'm making you. Right. Like. It's more of a thing like why wouldn't you come up here? Like, right. like why wouldn't you? And this is like that's, that's how I am because I'm, I'm moving to Atlanta next year and Atlanta. I'm already weighing. I'm already weighing everything out, so I already know how it's gonna be. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna miss being here because I'm already planning it to the point where the people that I need to be with me. Shit, they either gonna be moving with me or I'm gonna have a plan for them, you know, shit to relocate in the you know I was gonna I was gonna say don't move to Atlanta single. Uh I am. No, don't. I am. Wait, wait, I'm wait, I'm I'm gonna tell you this though. Because me, me and the Russian was having a conversation about this and I asked her what you she who? The who Mike is that? Who's Mike is that? Not mine. Happening when Rashad speaks. Rico, you yeah, lagging. Thank you. Rashad, Rico lagging. Rashad, Rashad, talk. Talk. Rico, you <laughs> lagging. Or am I lagging? No, it's, it was, not, it was like Rico Mike. Rashad, talk for five seconds straight. Okay, anyway, like I was saying, I was talking to the Russian about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody's yeah, mic's too loud. Somebody might got feedback. I don't know what that's it. It's Rashad. Yeah. Well, that's probably the mic had feedback. Come on. It got worse now. We had an hour and 10 minutes anyway. Amanda. What? You called my name. No, no. No. What did Rico say? He said we're at an hour and 10 minutes. What do I mean? We we're trying not to go over an hour. Oh, oh, all right. You said, all right. God, you seem so sad. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, I, guess think- we, I guess we're going to have to wrap it up. Do some mic repairs. Hey, Rashad, lead the chat. That that's that's not my mic though. It wasn't. That's Rico, that's Rico's <laughs> mic. Rico the whole time. I I, I figured it. I'm like that's, that's Rico's mic. I need my mic. Yeah, that's Rico's mic. Oh no, it's his feedback. It's not the mic. It's the feedback from when you speak. Yeah, whatever speaker he got it on, it's just too loud. The feedback is crazy. Damn, the four-person chat looked pretty, pretty cool though. 
<laughs> oh, so I guess we gotta wrap it up since we're not trying to go over an hour. We're gonna have to do the uh we're gonna have to do a, a deleted so we're gonna have to do a after hours edition. <laughs> Well, uh, I guess we're just going to end this episode here, huh? Oh, uh, yeah. Let's end it here, y'all. Uh, yeah. Rash- Rashad, go ahead and close it out with a prayer. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Everybody bow your heads. Sarah, if it ain't directed, it ain't respected. Amen. Uh, amen. <laughs> amen. <laughs> Don't Amen. forget to like, share, comment, subscribe. Like, yeah. All that stuff on YouTube. Also, we are on Spotify if you want to listen to us on there. And uh, follow us on there. And we're going to close out this episode 25. Um, we can continue with some of the We're doing, doing B-H-S after. Oh, wait. B-T-S after. <laughs> that was the Behind the scenes. Cause I'm up. All right. And y'all a couple hours behind me, so y'all must be up too. <laughs>